Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today on the program, I want to talk about something that not a lot of people want to get into. It's a metric that if we really examine it closely, we're going to discover something that's, well, not very attractive about podcasting. This metric is somewhat hidden. It is certainly forgotten, and more importantly than that, oftentimes ignored, and I don't think it should be. Enough teasing. Get to the meat, you say. Okay, here it is. I'm curious about your listen rate. Now, if you don't know what a listen rate is, well, go back to all the things I just said over the last 38 seconds. We're not tracking this. Here's the assumption. Here's the incorrect assumption. The incorrect assumption that most, if not all, podcasters have is that when people are subscribed to your podcast feed, you will find that those people listen to your podcast episodes. Now, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it turns out it's not true. (laughs) It may make all the sense in the world, but it turns out that it really, really is not true. Because just like email marketers have known for a long time now, just because you deliver the product, an email in their case, a podcast episode in our case, it doesn't mean that that email was ever opened, or in our case, that the episode was actually listened to. Now, the reason we ignore this, or the reason we podcasters don't think about this, is for the longest time, for the vast majority of podcasting's history, we have only had access to server-side data. Trust me, this is not going to get geeky. Relax. I'll, I'll hold your hand along the way. Which means the hosting company that we utilize, Libsyn, Blueberry, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, any number of them. They tell us, usually to a, with a very reasonable level of accuracy, thanks to IAB 2.0 standards, they can tell us how many accurate, accurately how many downloads we got. But that's it. What those servers don't have any insight to whatsoever is how many listens happened. Because the server's out of the picture. Once it was downloaded on someone's computer, server, the server where the file came from, no longer knows or cares really what happened. But all of that changed a couple of years ago when Apple, you remember Apple, the company that's responsible for some 60% of all downloads of podcast episodes around the world, Apple does give us insight to how the episodes we produce are actually consumed. Now, they've done this for, what, a couple of years now we've had this? 
But in most cases, we're looking at this for a, a completion rate. And we've been pleased to dis discover that when we look inside of these metrics that Apple gives to podcast owners, they don't publicly share this with all podcasts. When we look at those metrics, we are pleasantly surprised to learn that, unlike most other forms of content, podcast episodes that are listened to tend to get listened to all the way through. Hooray! Good news. But what we're forgetting, or what we're not looking at, is the number of people who didn't listen. Because Apple can't report on those. It's a, it's a, it's a hole. However, it's not an unknown hole. It just takes a little bit of research. This isn't hard for you to do. Here's what you're going to do. Go to your podcast hosting company. Find an episode that you produced a month ago, just for an example. Pull up the stats for that particular episode from the time it was released until, let's say, yesterday. And go down to the section that tells you what types of technology downloaded your file. Oh, and by the way, if your podcast hosting company doesn't provide this information, then you need a better podcast hosting company. Take a look and see how many downloads went to Apple or even iTunes. And let's say that that number is, for example, 100. For that one episode, 100 downloads counted by Apple and iTunes in there. Great. Now, go to the Apple Podcasts Connect Yes, it's plural podcasts. Connect, log in. And by the way, if you don't know how to do this, then you might want to get with the person that's helping you to produce your podcast because you should have access to this information. Log into Apple Podcasts Connect and look at the number of devices that access that exact same episode at that exact same time range. What you will find is that number is, for example, 30. Now, again, the good news is those 30 people probably listen to 85, 90, some big percentage number. Great. But let's do a little bit of quick and easy subtraction. If Apple is only counting 30 people, 30 devices that actually played the episode, yet your hosting company says 100 were downloaded by Apple, well, then there are 70% that didn't listen. Now, granted, some of that could be the fact that Apple might not attract those, but everything I'm looking at right now shows that Apple is probably collecting somewhere between 75 and 80%. So I guess you could give 20% of that. I'll give you as just something that got lost. Somebody using an older version of iTunes, someone using an older version of the Apple podcast app. Okay, maybe. But for the rest, which to me is good enough, why didn't they listen? Here's the reality. They downloaded your file, and they chose not to listen. Maybe not yet, sure, but if it's been 30 days, what are the likelihood, what is the likelihood that they're going to listen to your episode? Not very high, I think. So what does this mean for us podcasters? Well, one, it means we need to be cognizant of this. We need to know what that number is. We need to know, just like email marketers know, what an open rate is, we need to know what our listen rate is. Based on the limited research I have done on this, it's a pretty significant, there is a very significant portion of the people who do not listen. And that's because there's a lot of choices out there. Someone might open up their podcatcher on Monday morning and have a dozen episodes. And then they get a dozen more on Tuesday. And then, and then, and then. So what happens? How do you make sure your content is consumed. 
This is something that email marketers have struggled with for years, and they all know. The answer to getting people to actually open the email is twofold. One, make sure your, your email is known for having good quality content in it. But two, write a really compelling title. Write a really compelling title. Bloggers know this as well. Titles are very important. We know this. And I think that's a lot of what's behind Apple's recent doubling down of clean up your titles, people, which happened before and now it's happened recently. This is being recorded in early March of 2019. Part of that is Apple knows. Apple can see these stats. Apple's probably got somebody up back going, you know what? Only 30% of these things, or whatever the number is, on average, are actually downloaded. How can we help? How can we not do waste? How can we make sure that it's all good? We can encourage people to make better titles. Now, of course, Apple's focus has been on getting rid of the garbage from your titles to make it more compelling. My argument to you is to make sure that your podcast titles make someone want to listen to them. It's important for you to have a good quality show, but it's also important for every title to be compelling because, yeah, congratulations, you got a subscriber. But now you got to compete with everything else in their podcatcher, their podcast player, their mobile device. Are you writing compelling titles? Now, if you need help with that, I'm happy to do so. My company specializes in working with businesses. We take all these question marks out We take care of all the tech and we make sure we give you a good, solid set of processes to make sure that your podcast reaches the audience it deserves. If that sounds like fun and you need some help with these things, get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Podcastlaunch.pro is where you can find the listing of all the services I offer to my clients. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.